coming up on 5-Minute News. Mexico passes electoral overhaul threatening democracy. Environmental rollbacks by Trump administration in focus after Ohio train derailment. And winter storm causes travel chaos. It's Thursday, February 23. I'm Anthony Davis. Lawmakers in Mexico yesterday approved a controversial overhaul of the body overseeing the country's elections, a move critics warn will weaken democracy ahead of a presidential vote next year. President Andrés Manuel López Obrador argues the reorganization will save $150 million a year and reduce the influence of economic interests in politics. But opposition lawmakers and civil society groups have said they will challenge the changes at the Supreme Court, arguing they are unconstitutional. Protests are planned in multiple cities on Sunday. The Senate approved the reform, which still needs to be signed into law by López Obrador, 72 to 50. The changes will cut the budget of the National Electoral Institute, cull staff and close offices. The INE has played an important role in the shift to multi-party democracy since Mexico left federal one-party rule in the year 2000. Critics fear some of that progress is being lost in a pattern of eroding electoral confidence also seen in the United States and Brazil. Donald Trump's record of rolling back environmental protections was highlighted by critics on Wednesday as the ex-president visited the town of East Palestine, Ohio, and called the federal response to the toxic train derailment there earlier this month a betrayal. Trump's administration, which rolled back more than 100 environmental rules in total, watered down several regulations at the behest of the rail industry. He withdrew an Obama-era plan to require faster brakes on trains carrying highly flammable materials, shelved a rule that demanded at least two crew members on freight trains, and dropped a ban on transporting liquefied natural gas by rail despite fears it could cause explosions. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said, I don't know exactly what he's planning to do there, especially since his administration was anti-regulation and pro-industry every step of the way. Buttigieg has been attacked by Republicans for failing so far to visit the site of the Ohio disaster, and the Department of Transportation said on Wednesday that he will visit the town today. The statement said, as the secretary said, he would go when it is appropriate and wouldn't detract from the emergency response efforts. The Secretary is going now that the Environmental Protection Agency has said it is moving out of the emergency response phase and transitioning to the long-term remediation phase. There has been pressure from some Republicans to review safety rules, with Ohio Governor Mike DeWine saying it's absurd that the train could be marked as non-hazardous because it wasn't exclusively carrying toxic material. But many other GOP figures have so far shied away from calling for tighter regulation of the rail industry, instead focusing on falsely claiming a delayed response from the Biden administration. The White House defended its response to the derailment, saying officials from the EPA, National Transportation Safety Board and other agencies were at the rural site 
within hours of the derailment. The White House says it also offered federal assistance and said the Federal Emergency Management Agency has been coordinating with the State Emergency Operations Center and other partners. A powerful winter storm knocked out power in California, closed interstate highways from Arizona to Wyoming, and prompted more than 1,500 flight cancellations on Wednesday, and the worst won't be over for several days. Few places were untouched by the wild weather, some at the opposite extreme. Long-standing record highs were broken in cities in the Midwest, Mid-Atlantic and Southeast. The wintry mix was hitting hard in the northern U.S., closing schools, offices, even shutting down the Minnesota legislature. Travel was difficult. Weather contributed to more than 1,500 U.S. flight cancellations. More than 400 of those were due to arrive or depart from the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. Another 5,000-plus flights were delayed across the country. In the Pacific Northwest, high winds and heavy snow in the Cascade Mountains prevented search teams from reaching the bodies of three climbers killed in an avalanche on Washington's Kolchuk Peak over the weekend. Two experts from the Northwest Avalanche Center were hiking to the scene on Wednesday to determine if conditions might permit a recovery attempt later this week. Powerful winds were the biggest problem in California, toppling trees and power lines. By yesterday afternoon, more than 65,000 customers in the state were without electricity. A blizzard warning was issued for the mountains of Los Angeles, Ventura and Santa Barbara counties, effective from 4 a.m. this morning to 4 p.m. on Saturday, the National Weather Service said. A more than 200-mile stretch of Interstate 40 from central Arizona to the New Mexico line closed due to snow, rain and wind gusts of up to 80 miles an hour. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. This is Peter. And this is Tom. We want to tell you guys a little bit about our podcast. Tom and I met in college, became best friends, and then teachers almost 20 years ago. Sometimes school just does not allow us to elaborate on the topics that we find interesting, like the real shark attacks that inspired the movie Jaws, or the real historical context to Indiana Jones artifacts. Where does cereal come from? Or are zombies real? Does Ben Franklin really deserve to be on a $100 bill? On our podcast, just like in our class, there are no stupid questions. Just two friends having a lighthearted conversation about history, pop culture, and the context of current events. Listen to History Teachers Talking Podcast from Evergreen Network, anywhere you get your podcasts.